On this episode of the Enneagram Mom, we'll be talking about the eight wings. Welcome to another episode of the Enneagram Mom. Thank you so much for listening. And if you did not see on my Instagram, we actually hit 10,000 plays on this podcast. So huge shout out to all of you for sharing and listening. It means so much to me and I am so grateful for all of your listens. I am starting to offer mini training classes for the Enneagram, and I would love for you to know about them. So the way that you can get on my list to make sure you find out what my next Enneagram training classes are, and I can send you all the information for it, is if you go to EnneagramMom.com, and there is a spot to put in your email so you can get on my email list so I can send you the dates and times for the next training classes, because I have some major fun things coming up that is going to help you with your children, with your marriage and so much more. On today's episode, we are diving into the Enneagram eight wings. I am so excited. So last podcast, which I'll do similar on each one. So if you don't hear about it, you can't be like, I didn't hear about this. I'll be like, I talked about it in every single episode. So when you pick uh, like one that's your main core. Okay. So say you are picking the Enneagram eight. You're like, okay, this is my core. I know I am motivated by freedom and independence. Like that is my core. That's my drive. That's my desire. Fantastic. Okay. From there. Now what we do is you have open wings to both sides. So you have the ability to pull from both sides out. So you pick your main core. That's like your flavored ice cream. And then what you're going to do is use the sprinkles and sprinkle some on from each side. So what happens is you are open to both sides. So you often have traits from both sides, but there is one that you will have heavier traits from than the other side. That is how you know your wing. And the thing is the wing can change also, but more than often as an adult, your wing stays pretty consistent. So today we're going to go into that Enneagram eight with either a wing seven or a wing nine. So let's talk about what their names are and some traits of each one. Right, so for the Enneagram with an eight wing seven, they are known as the Maverick. So um, I am currently looking on it's psychologia.com um, and their eight wing one personality. Um, all the resources will be linked in the bio for this as well. So Eight wing one is known as the maverick, which stands for the eight with a seven wing. Depending on the person, the seven wing can be strong or weak or anywhere in between. So the core personality of an Enneagram eight defines all fundamental, fundamental needs and motivation behind eight wing seven actions. So the seven wing gives the action or gives the person flavor. So the combination of the eight with a seven wing produces a very worldly and materialistic and aggressive personality type. People with a personality type eight wing seven are ambitious and are interested in accumulating lots of resources because their core personality type is the type eight. They pursue their desires very aggressively and will usually achieve their goals. Thanks to their seven wing, people with personality eight wing seven appreciate life and all it has to offer. Because they are still eights, there is an underlying theme in the of control in their desire to experience the best of this world. 
They feel like there's a lot to experience and they are not willing to let these things and experience escape them. Type eights can be very impulsive and the combination with the seven wing produces spenders who feel like they deserve the big things they buy. However, because of their fundamental need to control, eight wing sevens will not ruin themselves by accumulating debts they can't pay off. While their need to accumulate resources to feel in control and their urge to splurge contradicts each other, seven or eight wing sevens solve this problem by working extra hard to buy the best they can afford. Eight wing sevens are very proactive people with entrepreneurial skills. The sevens agile mind and curiosity combined with the eight's ability to think strategically and confront problems head on make great business people. Eight wing sevens are comfortable at taking the initiative. Their desire to build and ex- is expressed in their projects and their businesses. Their seven wing helps them to see all possibilities and their core type eight helps them pursue their objectives relentlessly without getting distracted by other shiny objects. Thanks to eight wing seven searching for both power and experience, they are attracted to achievement and stimulus stimulation at the same time. This results in a work hard, play hard approach to life. Long days at the office, frequent parties and social events, extensive travel, the lifestyle that an eight wing seven wants to live. Like all eight subtypes, eight wing or eight wing seven is very assertive and direct. They say what they think and they're often regarded as blunt. Whenever they are unhappy about something, others will know about it. However, if their seven wing is very strong, they will pick their battles carefully and let the unimportant slide. In addition, eight wing sevens don't typically concern themselves with other people's opinions or how they come across to others. Eight wing sevens don't hesitate to express their unhappiness or anger, but once they are done venting, they can switch to other subjects very quickly. It's more important to mention that all the negative aspects of an eight wing seven personality type are more evident in unhealthy types. Just like the core types, subtypes also have different healthy levels, which eventually in this podcast, we're going to go into subtypes. For example, an unhealthy eight wing seven can become very bossy and controlling while a healthy eight wing seven possesses quiet strength and confidence. Healthy eight wing sevens don't aggressively express their power. They know the loudest person in the room is often the weakest one. And so they don't need to show off their impressive power because they value freedom. They want others to be free as well. Not only do they not attempt to control others, but they also use their power and authority to fight bullies and to set others free. So when determining if you are an eight wing seven, what you are going to look at is a lot of those seven traits and see if you pick them up, if they're part of your personality, if they're important to you, you're just going to kind of look at those seven traits and go, yeah, I definitely pick up more seven traits than I do the wing nine. The eight wing nine is known as the bear. Eight wing nines are softer and more people oriented versions of the type eight. Their eight wing seven counterparts can at times be quite selfish and aggressive, but eight wing nines have more patience than eight wing sevens. Not only are eight wing sevens less confrontational than an eight wing seven, are eight wing nines less confrontational than an eight wing seven, but they're also less materialistic and more content with what they have. As real eights, eight wing sevens still pursue their goals, but they do so while being considerate to others. Another notable characteristic of an eight wing seven or an eight wing nine, can they can switch their aggressiveness on and off. 
They can be gentle spouses and parents but while being very competitive at work, or they can be tough when it's required, but also love peace. Eight wings nines are less energetic than the core type or eight wing sevens, yet they're always ready to take on challenges. Thanks to their nine wings, eight wings nines are experts at managing their energy and enjoying their downtime. And while they don't avoid confrontations, they pick their battles wisely. Notice some traits in the eight wing nine, which makes them less confrontational than a typical, I guess, like center core eight or an eight wing seven. They have a lot more of the patience of the nine and the able to see all situations of everything that's going on around them. So again, what you're going to do is you are going to look at the traits of a nine, which they're known as the peacemaker. Well, we've got the eight, which is known as being more confrontational or the challenger, but that doesn't mean that they are always aggressive and always attacking or what there's so many stereotypes of the type eight. The thing is they have surrounding them. They have the enthusiast and the peacemaker. And the reason that they are surrounded by those two is to help balance them out, to help them round them out and make them a whole person. So Enneagram eights are incredible. I can't wait to hear which one you think you are, or if you're here trying to figure out your spouses, I'm excited to hear what you think. Go ahead and screenshot this episode of this podcast and tag me on your stories on Instagram. I love to hear from you. Don't forget to follow me on the.enneagram.mom on Instagram. And thank you for listening. We will see you next week.